Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors. Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Panini, Upper Deck, and Tops. I was sitting down, I was sorting some cards, and I just thought, when I saw an autograph card, and I just thought that the what if of what if I walked up to a to uh, a table, I was presented with two cards exactly the same, except one has an autograph on it, the other one doesn't. I thought it's a little more complicated than that, but you cannot just take, the, here's the value of the card, here's the value of the autograph, the total value would be the sum of the two. That's similar to how real estate appraisals can be done, and that also can be misleading, but if you own a home, you get a lot value, and you get the value of the improvements. So the autograph would be like the improvement. If you're building a house, you buy a lot and then you, an empty lot, or you tear down the house or whatever, you buy an empty lot and then you contract with somebody to build the improvements to put the house on there. And then the value of that seemingly should be the sum of those two. But frequently it's not because when somebody comes to buy that house, the improvements that you put are not the improvements that they wanted. They wanted two-story and you did one story, or you did a California look instead of a Mediterranean look or a East Coast Cape Cod look. You've got to find somebody. You're going to say, yeah, but I got this money in the swimming pool. And they can say, I didn't want a swimming pool. So all improvements are not valued the same. The lot value, generally you can agree on that. What's that got to do with an autograph card? If the raw card unautographed is the lot, is the basic value. Some people don't want the improvement of the autograph. They just think, I'd rather have without the autograph. I wasn't going so far in this episode, in my discussion with myself, that the autograph would be a negative, that it would devalue the card as much as it would not add value to the card, or that you would prefer having it without the autograph because you don't want that complicating factor. It's just they wouldn't want it. They only want raw cards that are clean. I'm talking from my own perspective. If the cards are the same, I generally bought the card with the autograph, but and under certain circumstances, I, I wouldn't, but I, I lay that out. So just a little bit of a, of a, not a rant because I wasn't arguing with anybody, but I know this is a personal issue. And if you come see my wall, you're going to see a lot of autograph cards, some autograph rookie cards, and autograph, but I like nice looking autographs. Uh, again, they've got to be authentic. But if I have a chance to get the same card, I'm generally going to get the one with the autograph. But again, realistically, the one that's not autographed is actually in better condition usually from vintage cards. The autograph card would be down a couple of grades because that's what I sent in or presented to the player. And that's what a lot of people did in those days. So it's not a fair deal. And so if it's worse condition, uh, I, I might want the card that's the better condition without the autograph. Just a little bit of a numbers game. But each person's calculus is a little bit different based on how you evaluate the autograph. But I have lots of autograph cards of players where their personal signing fees are greater than the value of the card and the autograph, what I have for sale. I have the card for sale for less the card and the hand-signed autograph. It's less than what the card would be if you took it to the show and stood in line and said, hey, will you autograph this for me? And that, and they saw it'd be a hundred bucks and you get the card already autographed for a hundred bucks, but then you don't have the personal experience. So again, the math is different. It does, it can be emotion. 
as well as logic. So anyway, just listen to these thoughts. And um, if you got any questions or comments, feel free to send them to Dr. James Beckett at gmail.com. And there's room for everybody in this hobby. Don't let people force you into collecting a certain way. Just enjoy. You got two cards in a showcase, the same card appear to be in exactly the same condition. So in every way, they are the same. The dealer has the same price. So you're looking at the showcase. You pull them out and you look at them. There's two of them, same condition, same price. They're not slabbed, but one of them has the player's name on the front <laughs> and the other one doesn't in terms of handwriting, hand signed by someone. This is the crux of the dilemma of hand autographed uh, rookie cards. After the fact, some people would rather have the, the clean card without the autograph. Now, the other aspect that could be interesting is that some cards, especially if you look historically in the top sets, had facsimile autographs on the front. So if there's a facsimile autograph already on the front, I'm not counting that, there's also an ink autograph. Maybe it's Sharpie, maybe it's uh, ballpoint pen, but does that even matter? First of all, I think there's a group of people who just say, I don't want the autograph, whether it's absolutely authentic or absolutely beautiful. I just want the card for the same price. I am in the camp of if it's the same card in the same condition, but you get the bonus of an autograph. The autograph is a, a limited commodity. However many cards there are, there's not as many of them that are autographed. The players don't live forever. Uh, would it matter if the player was already deceased? I think it would. If the player was deceased, uh, I would generally pick up the autograph. Now, on the other hand, what if it's not authenticated? If it's not authenticated, then I have enough experience that I can at least recognize, based on my doing a lot of autographs back mainly in the 70s, recognizing it's obviously bad, but then some of the fakes are, are pretty good. That would be a factor. If the autograph is ugly or unreadable, minimalist, non-cursive, something that does not add to the beauty of the card, that would be a negative. But if I really thought it was a certifiable autograph, I would pick up the card with the autograph. Now, if I knew it was a bad autograph, that's a problem because how do you sell that? later when it's an obviously bad autograph. I actually have some rookie cards that have autographs on the front that have been deemed to be bad. Actually, I have several of those, and some of them I would dispute with Jimmy Spence or Steve Grad, but others I think, yeah, they're right. Maybe they said they were inconclusive, but still, they wouldn't authenticate it. They wouldn't slab it. But would I knowingly buy a, the same card with a knowingly bad autograph? No, I would not. Unless it had some kind of a other celebrity person that signed it and put some kind of inscription that made it a one-of-a-kind interesting card. But that's pretty uh, unlikely. One other factor, which I did discuss with the uh, BAS guys, is that what if they're, again, the card is same condition, same price, but it has been authenticated. So there's an autograph on the front. It has been authenticated. And there's a little tiny sticker on the back by, let's say, JSA or uh, Fanatics has a little sticker as well. So what if there's a sticker on the back? Then you might say that can't be the same condition. BGS or, or BAS, whoever is slabbing over at, at my old company, they assured me that if there is a discreet small sticker on the back, they do not take off for that because that was intended to be there to indicate that the autograph is real. And so the condition of the card is evaluated without that if you're going to get a joint card grade and autograph grade. 
One more thing, and this has happened to me. What about if the, again, card looks the same condition, same price, but one of them has an art. What if the autograph is on the back of the card? And I have a number of those in my collection. I clearly do not like them as much. I still probably would pick it up if it is an autograph, if it's of a deceased player. Uh, I would. I have a bunch of Duke Snyders that he wrote on the back for whatever reason. And so now he's passed away, but I think it's not as good, but it's still better than being not autographed. The problem is when I put it on my card wall, it'll indicate that it's an autographed card, but you have to take it off the wall, flip it over to see the autograph, and that's a hassle. I like most of the the stuff to present well on the front. And I have some Mickey Mantle autograph cards where he beautifully has signed his name in the front in a very nice place. I think those are awesome. I have some Stan Musial, same thing. One of each of those on my wall just to show that I like autograph cards. If the autograph is on the back, perhaps I don't pick that card. This just shows it's more complicated than autographed or not autographed. There's types of autographs, quality of autographs, questionability of autographs, inscriptions, if there was an inscription, again, same card, same condition, same price, with an inscription there, does that add value? I think it does add value if it's meaningful, if it's not trivial, if it's something that's more unique. And we're seeing that more, and I think Fanatics is going to push that with the players they are influencing to say, hey, this is cool if you'll put down this first one I've ever signed or something like that. So I think that does add value. But other inscriptions could be negative, could be positive. Some people see scripture uh, verses as a giant negative, and I think some people see it as a positive. If it, that means it's the player's favorite verse or saying, same thing if they sign their nickname underneath it. Uh, some people would like that, some people wouldn't. I probably would, because it's an additional personalization. And I think the hobby uh, should not be an impersonal hobby. Uh, we're collecting the cards. It's a way to connect with our heroes. And when the hero signed the card, that's a further, deeper connection in my mind, even if you weren't there when it happened. Now, if you were there when it happened <laughs> and you saw it again, it wouldn't be in the dealer's showcase. It, it wouldn't be for sale. On the other hand, the dealer could say, I just got this signed. I had two of them, and I got one of them signed because he was appearing at a show. Again, I'm hard-pressed to think the dealer would have the same price then unless he got the autograph for free. That's why in the old days, people would autograph cheaper cards because it could increase the value. But if the card is already expensive, then people didn't usually. That's why rookie cards are, there are less autographed rookie cards than there are autographed second-year cards, because autographed rookie cards were, were more precious. Anyway, that's just some commentary.